Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Everybody, welcome to Click Stuff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking, and I've got uh, Jason Alvey on the line. Hey, what's up? And then our special, most special guest tonight uh, is uh, our new 2017 World Champion, 2017 Team Worlds Champion, uh, Howard Brock. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had to do it. Had to do it. There you go. <laughs> Welcome back to the show and congratulations, Howard. Yep, congratulations. Thank sir. you so much. It was um, it was a great couple of days. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was wonderful. Um, so uh, we'll start out with this. Um, right before I got on the call here, I uh, I got off the phone with uh, Mr. Chomps, our uh, alligator uh, mascot, and uh, usually he's down and nasty and uh, ready to wrestle. Well, he just wants you to know that uh, you got the crown. He's uh, he's handing the belt over for now. Uh, <laughs> he's not interested in challenging you right now. So uh, you know, I, I wonder if it's. Uh, I don't know that if uh, I, I think there's a, a live gator out there that wants to challenge me. That uh, <laughs> that um, <laughs> that I think that's running all over the internet right now. You're you're on a big hot streak. I don't know if anybody should really get in your way at this point. <laughs> yeah, you know. I just want to point out before we do anything else, I used 2017 the same pair of rock dice both tournaments. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no one no one can complain about uh, no one can complain about rock dice now. Uh, no, I know. I know. PJ used uh, used his same pair of rock dice that he's won all of his events with. He has uh, one pair of rock dice that he uses for everything. So, uh, and he I feel like up, putting these rock dice up somewhere. I mean, uh, they did so good. So they, they feel like they feel like I should put them on a frame on the wall or something. Yeah, you should. You should yeah. frame them and then. Uh, you know, uh, maybe for a uh, rock cup or something, uh, auction them away for a uh, uh, charity or something. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> or maybe, uh, or maybe like uh, this is the uh, shirt I wore uh, during the world championship, uh, and then you know somebody could buy that and wear it during the rock cup during rock Rocktober <laughs> and have uh, get you get your good luck. Be the, uh, the the first clicks memorabilia auction uh, right after the uh, drunken pinata click stuff challenge. <laughs> Perfect. So um, as far as uh, the show goes, um, I think we're going to uh, divvy up our uh, origins coverage into two or three episodes. We'll have Howard on today. Uh, today's episode is all Howard all the time. Uh, then this weekend. 
Uh, we're going to have Dustin Cedars, who's the national U.S. Nationals champion, on. Uh, then, depending on how that goes, um, I'll talk about uh, my weekend in a third episode, um, or with Dustin when he gets on. So sounds good. But uh, well, I mean, Howard, let's just uh, there's nothing really official. I mean, we got a crap ton of questions to go through. That's probably going to be the majority of our time and the majority of the episode. Um, I want to kind of pick out the uh, questions in a uh, uh, in a little bit of a conducive order here. Um, okay. And uh, we'll go from there. Um, so we'll we'll try to interject some of the fun ones in here. Um, well, why don't we get? Why don't you tell us our your build, Howard? In case there's people that don't know what you played. Sure. Yeah. Let's give us your world's build first off. Sure, and I, I tell you what, my build, and I'm gonna. I, if you would like me to tell you why I built that and what my thinking was, I would be more than glad to do that too. Sure, that'll that'll answer several of the uh, questions that we have as well too. Okay, um, so it's a 175 point Goblin King, um, and then I used uh, Haha Joker at 30 points. Um, then I used Iron Heart. Five points. Uh, Mercury at twenty-five. Um, at eight points, and uh, the symbiote at eight points, and then I had three ID call-ins. Uh, I had uh, shield level seven, and for shield level seven, I had both the Hulk, who I never used, and Nick Fury, and and then I had Nightwing. Um, we called in Nightwing, which I did use, uh, but not very, very much. Uh, and I also had um, Spider-Man, and uh, Spider-Man called in Cosmic Spider-Man. That's the only one I used. And I had a choice. That would, that, that's a very interesting choice there. Um, you can run Spider-Man. I could run Spider-Man at two different point values. So I had to choose at the beginning of the game. I could use them at uh, – that's a very hard choice. Um you have to look at the other at the team you're playing. Most of the time, you want to take 75 points, but you're also by taking that 75 points, you're getting the psychic blast. But you're also putting a character out there that can be one shot. So that's the, that's it's very iffy on that selection. The other Spider-Man is is not going to be one shot. Probably not going to be taken down. Uh, they both, when you when you look at their range, it's the same. One gets sidestep and shoots uh, his full range. The other one gets to hypersonic speed out further, but his range is halved, and it ends up being the range is the same. Yeah. Um, the other spider, the other Spider Man has precision strike. So the only time that I ever really thought about using that is if I had a team on super senses. Um, other than that. You really want to pick, I think, the lower value. Um, so th- that and now, why I picked that team and how I came to that conclusion is we all we saw this that the meta changed at the very end for all of us. Um, we were all looking at certain things. And there was a lot of Jakeem that were being that were being uh, that people were building for and foul schemes of force and 
everything else. But with the set coming out, what if at the very end, um, it changed everything. And the first change was we knew Goblin King was coming. We saw the stats. We, we knew that most people actually started building teams with Goblin King before they even had it in hand. I was one of those people. Um, the variable that changed at the very end was Cosmic Spider-Man. We didn't know those stats that early. And so everybody grabbed Cosmic Spider-Man's literally right when the set came out. Uh, but we didn't know know about it. My original team build was a team that I had, but I had, instead of having Spider-Man on there, I had Superman on there. And Superman, I was running Brudol, and I was running the uh, running the world's finest Superman that uh, that carried that uh, could bust through walls. Sure. So that was that was uh, that was the way to because the fear going into to, you try to prepare for everything and what everybody most a lot of people were worried about barrier. So you have to have a way to get through barrier, and uh, Superman did that. When Cosmic Spider Man came out. He does it much better. Sure. And so so Superman went off the team, Cosmic Spidey comes in. Now, yeah. if I had one thing to change on my team today, I would probably, because I did not use Nightwing, I, I mean, I liked having him there, but I did not use him that much. I would probably take him off of Hawkeye, um, because Hawkeye is much more usable sure. and can get around things. Sure. So I had I had a couple of specific so, I had a couple of specific questions around your uh, IDs. Um, from what I saw, I, I think uh, so. The first question was with Spider Man, uh, yeah, and just the the lack of uh, not including Superior Spider Man on there. Was there right. any, was there any particular reason you didn't include uh, Superior Spider Man? Superior Spider Man would have been a good choice. Um, I didn't plan it that way spider-man was the last pickup and quite honestly we only had one superior spider-man in the household and i just didn't i i didn't go out and try to pursue getting another one um so it was like Mm -hmm. spider-man was almost on the team at the last minute Uh, it was like a last minute change the team teams were built and then here's spider-man got to play it and uh that's how that came about and i assume that that was that the same reason for not having uh instead of uh uh, instead of having Nick and Chase Hawkeye, was there just not uh, two Chase Hawkeyes in the Brock household? We didn't have a Hawkeye at all. We had oh, uh, no. uh, uh, we didn't have a Hawkeye in the house at all. Uh, uh, Easton borrowed one, and I didn't. And I just chose to go without it because I thought I thought at that time that it would that I really needed Nightwing. In Nightwing, there's there's a bunch of pluses. I mean, you get possibly another. You know, the perplexed the attacker, um, and he took out two figures when I did. Um, but uh, the perplex and the ability to possibly heal at that time looked better to me than it does now. Looking back, it's like it's a waste. I'd rather have Hawkeye because Goblin King can heal himself. He doesn't really need he doesn't really need that help. Yeah, and. So all I'm getting out of that is a close combat attack and perplex and good figure. I just think Hawkeye. If I had to make the choice today, that's the one change I would make on my team. Sure. Um, 
as well, far now, as building my. T- well, now you've got ahead. like five of them in the house, right? Six, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so so it, it, it's crazy. So, yeah, we got six of them now. We uh, we got it's it's we got six of everything. It, it's it's, wow. it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I saw the pictures of your of your hall, and it's just, it's amazing to look at. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just what we got from when you with, with the uh, the pictures coming out of the hotel was everything, of course. But the uh, the pictures of that we have in the house, all that was was just our world cha- our our team championship, and the, what they did different this year, which was totally awesome and very appreciative of it. Last year and in, in years past, you uh, they gave us all that stuff but we had to divide it up between us this year they gave us one of everything each player one of everything so that's pretty awesome yeah that's much nicer yeah but wow back on my team I, I i guess what i'm wanting to emphasize you know people how did i get to where i'm getting why did you not run a resource why did you do this well there's there's definite reasons why i did what i did um playing all year long um you watch and you learn, and you also. I also have a certain style, which most of you guys should be used to some of that style by now. I'm kind of a. I'm kind of a what I call a finesse player, but I'm. Um, I kind of. I'm kind of offensive, but in defensive at the same time. I'm usually not an alpha strike player, uh, although I have run alpha strike player playing teams. But that's really not me. I'm not an alpha strike. I like position. And then attack, and then be in a defensive position afterwards. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So that's my style, and I like to maneuver and switch and swap and look at angles and and that kind of thing. And uh, so this team fits fits my play style. It, it definitely fits my play style. And the thing that I was the things that I was looking at going in into the tournament was that. Um, what, what I thought was – I'd watched my son play off and on all year. Um, and what I noticed about his teams is that he was always still in the game even when he lost something, uh, either because he could still call in something or because what he had left was still good. Okay, yeah, you killed this, you killed that, but he still got something left, and he can still fight. So I'm thinking, you know, I need a resilient team. I need a team that if, that if I'm hit – it can still fight. It's still in the game. And if you look at my team, the only the only way that you're really taking me out is to take Goblin King out. And I'm just going to do my damnedest to not let that happen. Um, and so my team is built. Everything that's on that team does something, but they're all hard to kill. Everything is hard to kill. And if you do kill it, you're not getting very many points. So I'm still in the game. I'm able to retaliate. And then I'm able, and, that, and the things that I have enable me to position in a manner to protect my main piece. Um, Goblin King, um, there's two things that he's afraid of: Pulse Wave and Nick. So, by using the symbiote, uh, the added Battle Fury, Nick can't take away everything. So most of the times when I was in full defensive mode, I've got impervious which is already on the dial i've got prob which isn't going to protect me from nick most times but i got prob i've also got plasticity 
protecting me from hypersonic speed from the symbiote. And then, um, and then I've got, I'm going to choose super senses and I'm going to choose invincible. So I've got invincible super senses, impervious and shape change. And that my friends is not too easy to get through. The only thing that gets through that is pulse wave. So now I've got ha ha joker and Ironheart, and if I position them in such a manner that you can't get off a single target pulse wave, and all you do is hit them, and you may not even do nothing to them. You're not going to probably take them out. That's That was my thinking. That's why I built the way that I did. Um, and the other thing that the symbiote gives you is free breakaway. I can't tell you how many games I played where uh, people base me thinking that they in fact, if you look at the championship game, it's the very last thing that Matt did is he based me thinking I had to do a breakaway. And I don't. And so all I did was just do a running shot pulse wave and didn't have to roll for a breakaway or anything. And that's huge. That's huge. You can't tie him up. You can't have little stuff tie him up. He's free to do whatever he wants to do every turn. Um, and then, of course, I've got TK. I've got Mercury. Uh, when I when I looked at TK, I was looking at three things. I think there's I think there's the three best TK pieces out there now are these three: Jean Grey, which is the most offensive of offensive-minded figure of the three TKers because of what she does. And then you got the most the defensive one is going to be uh, Peace Machine. I think he's the best. A defensive TKer that's out there right now. I chose the middle route and went with Mercury because he's only 25 points. He's got super senses and he's still able to do things. So I chose the middle. Okay, you kill Mercury, you got 25 points. I'm still in the game. You kill the Adam, I've got 15 points. You got 15 points, I'm still in the game. You kill the, my Pim Tank, you got eight points, I'm still in the game. You kill. If you, manage to do, if you do manage to kill Ironheart, that's only 25 points. If you manage to kill the Joker, that's only 30 points. Um, that was my thinking. That's why I built the way that I did, because I could counterattack, and generally most of, most of the time, whatever you threw at me, I was able to hit back harder. And that that was my that's my play style, and that's the why. And, and all that all that I had after that, all it becomes is 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 putting your pieces where you need to to protect you at the best and be able to to attack and that's how we played um i, I can't tell you I, and the other thing now you know some people might ask why iron heart and why joker well i can tell you why there too okay there's this little figure called bizarro green arrow that was an, I, I planned for him they they were purposely planned for them why because if i could do a call in if I called in Nick or I called in um, Spider-Man, um, I could call them in. Then I could carry the Joker. The Iron uh, Ironheart has seven movement and sidesteps, so he can um, he can get Joker. Or is it nine movement? I can't remember. But he's he's able to shoot all the way across the board and carry Joker and and sidestep. So he's able to move seven nine spots. I think at, at one time. He sets Joker down. Hey, Howard. Joker. 
not, not not to interrupt you, but uh, Ironheart is a girl. Girl, I'm sorry. Yep, she can carry Joker all the way across, and uh, and then sets Joker down, who can then sidestep more. Both the characters on opening dial have outwit, so I'm able to shoot across the board prior to making my attack, and if if it's in I in almost every time I can position. Uh, if I'm making that attack where I can outwit something, and usually what I want to outwit is Bizarro Green Arrow's ability to mit- manipulate range combat expert. And uh, by, min- by taking that ability away, you can one-shot Bizarro Green Arrow. And you do that by throwing the tank and by, by either perplexing or whatever, you do four damage, followed by two damage. You do it the opposite of what you You do the tank damage second, not first. Bizarre green arrows off the board, and you. in the meantime, you've given two damage to the rest of the team. That was the... And I did that a few times. So that's why that was that way. So I was thinking how to get around things. Um, you've got stuff to shoot through barriers. you got stuff that can see through stuff. Um... You, uh, and that that leaves, of course, Faust, and uh, that's and that's what Nick is there for. You have to get in position to use Nick to hit Faust, or possibly Spider-Man, but most times it's going to be Nick because people are going to protect Faust. Um, that's pretty much it. That's why I designed the team the way I did, and that's the way I played it. All right, and it is it is not movement on Ironheart with sidestep to start off. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good distance. That means yeah. carrying. That means carrying. You can get Joker nine spaces away. Yeah, r- really, really far. Actually, really ten. You really can go ten with him because you are you're moving seven with Ironheart. You set Joker down in front, which is one more space, and then he sidesteps two more. Yeah. No, that's a, that's super solid. Yeah, Joker having outwit, um, and then if you hit Ironheart right, she gets into prob, and nothing wrong with the second prob on the team either. Maybe, um, uh, the what it depends on what the dice roll is. If, sure. uh, if you hit Ironheart, whatever is on the single die roll is what click she goes to. Yeah. Uh, how many uh, how many or, times did she die on the uh, first hit? Twice. Uh, in three days, yeah. Um, and she also, she also survived all the way to a number five on one particular game. Nice. I tell you, I got I got so frustrated in a grinder that a guy was rolling so hot on his iron heart, um, and he was kind of beating me down, uh, which you know is a possibility. So I just started stealing energy off of the iron heart um, to keep myself healed while he kept rolling fives and sixes. <laughs> so, um, no, I, I love it. I think that's a that's a great um, breakdown of your team. Um, and you know, the other thing I you know that uh, I think stands out to me is that uh, it's uh, six points for that symbiote, and it was twelve yeah. points. It's twelve points for a supreme intelligence. That's a, that's basically an ID card there that you were able to fit in. That's exactly right. I, I you know people. I'll let, I'll let you do that. I, I want people's questions to be answered, so I won't, I won't say anything there, but we'll, uh, I'll let you yeah. ask the question. Well, we, we got a question on that, so you can, you can elaborate a little bit more. Um, okay. 
So, um, let's start out with, let's, let's lighten it up a little bit. Johnny Alpha wants to know, what are your thoughts on the new Phoenix Nest uh, t- uh, t-shirts? <laughs> Pretty blinding. <laughs> did the uh, did the blinding of the, uh, the blinding shirts uh, affect your gameplay in any way? Well, I don't think it affected me much against Matt. <laughs> yeah, they, they look almost too hot for Matty Spice to be able to wear them. Yeah. <laughs> I like them. I think they're cool. I, I mean, what this, what this, what HeroClix needs is is a lot of stuff like that. We need people to be loud. We need people not to be loud. We need people to be polite. We need people. We need a little bit of everything. It it, it adds to the game. So those those T-shirts, I think they're awesome. I think that it's is it my style? No, but it's their style, and their style adds to the game. I like it. So. uh Speaking of Phoenix Nest, uh, Sam Powell wants to know, did you secretly have hot sauce on your hands or on your breath that caused Matt to miss a seven three times? <laughs> you know, speaking of somebody that has missed seven three times, um, it's just the dice gods. It, it just happens sometimes, and it just, for me, um, I, it's happened at inopportune times when I was rolling, and I'm like, Oh my God! And I and I and at this particular time, it was the other way around. It just all balances out um, over time, and so I felt like that. Hey, that's a payback for those times when I didn't. I needed a seven. I can actually remember needing a six and rolling three times and not getting it. And I guarantee you guys have those similar moments. No, I watched. Uh, I watched that just um, about a month and a half ago, where you needed a six three times. Yep. It might have even been more than that. I think you maybe rolled below a six like four times. Yep. So. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty good at that myself. <laughs> Only it gets me. Either Jason's yeah. Jason's dice are either fours and below or tens and higher against me. <laughs> yeah, there's no in between. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just part of the game. It's just something that we all live through, and it. Uh, I've seen games lost on what should be easy dice rolls. I mean. Uh, I was playing Isaac uh, in uh, the teams, and I had a perfect setup to where I was going to kill his Doctor Strange. I needed a five to do five clicks to him, and I rolled a four. That's the way it goes. Yeah, it totally happens. Um, so the uh, next question, let me see here. I think Drew Warren has a good question. Sure, let's just get that one out of the way. Drew Warren wants to know, how does it feel to show up to the other half's championship and sweep it like a dusty room? (laughs) (laughs) What I would say is this. It feels wonderful to me because I elected this year not to – that we we backed up and and basically put a a rule into place where we couldn't play in the Rock Cup. So this was it for me. Um, I'll also say I've always – I was asked a question – Two years ago on another podcast, either two or three years ago, what was more important to me uh, to win the world championship or to, world, to win the Rock Cup? And I honestly, that, that's a tough call for me. And, and, and the reason is, is I want to win them. I would like to win them both. I mean, I'm a competitor. But the world championship is probably more important to me, even though I run the other one. And it's not that I think that it's, I don't think that it's less that the Rock Cup is necessarily less important, but when you've been chasing something for 13 years, 
it kind of becomes more important to you than anything else. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Fair enough. No, it totally makes sense. Um, so, um, Brian Poland wants to know, uh, congrats again, Howard, when building your team, were you actively trying to win without a resource? Uh, if so, what prompted it and how confident in that decision were you? Um, I wasn't actively trying to not use a resource. Um, I am one of those guys that, that uh, I play resources. And I even like some of them, um, but I'm not. I, I'm old school, so I go back to days when there were no resources, and that's more my style of play. But I didn't think I needed one. I thought that Goblin King, with uh, being able to pick two powers and what I was getting from Symbiote for six points, was enough. I thought that that was plenty. That's that's more than I've gotten off of any any resource, honestly. Between uh, what resource can you pick two powers and uh, and get uh, shape change and plasticity and free breakaway? So I, I, and I, and I, that's the last part of that question is I felt very confident. I thought it was made. I was made the right. I, I think I went away from what everybody else was doing. I don't think I saw another symbiote there. So I, it was something different, but I thought it was, I, I personally stand by that decision, obviously, because I won, but right. I, I, go ahead. No, no, I think, I think that's perfect. I think that's perfect idea. Um, I mean, you know, uh, I think that's the difference for this, for this world's that, um, you know, it obviously made a huge difference. Uh, I'll be honest. I didn't think symbiote, you know, I was on uh, the she, the Jakeem train, and uh, you know I ran a supreme intelligence. Most so. people did, and that was mostly just to get Jakeem willpower. I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah, willpower stealth was a big thing. Uh, well, that I, makes sense for him. The willpower is all important. You have to have that. I didn't need that. Yeah. I already really had. I have power cosmic can't be outwitted and can do that anyway. So, I mean, it's that, that was my, but yeah, I agree. Uh, Jakeem needs it. Yeah. I think we live in a world now where you don't have to play a resource anymore. Yeah. We just, they're just not as, there's not that power level that they used to be. That is true. Um, so here's another question based for the team, uh, that I, I think is a good one. Uh, let me find it. We had a bunch of questions, as you were mentioning when we were talking before the show. I think this is uh, the most amount of questions we've ever gotten uh, for one of our shows. So, um, so uh, Evan Horad writes in, congrats on becoming the world champ. Which piece was the MVP of the team? Uh, and I think what I'd like to know is, obviously Goblin King was probably the MVP. Uh, which one of your support pieces was the uh, MVP? Well, I would, okay. I'll say, I would tell you the, the MVP was Symbian. Not, I mean, I'm telling you right now that that was a difference maker. Sure. Uh, Kenny, Kenny Pena saw many of my games, and he saw what it did. And uh, he would tell you the same thing. Now, so many times I rolled shape change or had to free breakaway. It was, it was a difference maker. Um, and I actually have to give it to Ironheart after that. Ironheart stood there and was mobile and 
and um, was able to take damage and not die so many times. And uh, that piece is much more valuable than as an attack piece and as something that that you would just play with as a secondary attacker. It's not all that good, but it's not meant for that. You have to realize what you can do with it. It's a great carry-around piece, outwit, possibly prob. Um, uh, a good piece to, I mean, it's a good piece to put in front of somebody to keep them from hitting you. Or uh, it, that's what it's for. It, it's you have to play it for what it is. It's just twenty-five points. Right. I agree. And I have to say, after that, I'd probably go with the Joker. The Joker was awesome. Um, I wouldn't the pimp tank. The pimp tank. Um, I'd actually did not throw as many times as I would have liked to have thrown it, either because of positioning or somebody would kill my pen tank early, which never bothered me because usually they threw a pen tank at me and I was able to get scoop up 50 points. But the pen tank, I was scared to throw for just what I just said. I didn't want to give somebody 50 points. Um, if you can't do maximum damage and just annihilate a team, you're giving somebody 50 points. Yeah. Um, so the, so the pen tank, um, uh, didn't get used nearly as much, but the threat of the pin tank was important. And the atom was probably the first thing that always went out. Everybody always hit my atom. Um, but again, that it was 15 points. Um, but the atom got KO'd probably more first off than anything that I had. Yeah, I would, uh, I totally agree with that. That was the same thing on my team. I think I got to throw the pin tank uh, three times all weekend, maybe twice. But uh, I scooped up that 50-point PIM tank, uh, I think, around 11 times. Yep. Very similar very similar results for me. So, I agree. And it, it, to me, it was... Um, the, other, the other note that I had was that uh, uh, the presence of Cosmic Spider-Man... Um, I, I, I had Superior Spider-Man on my team along with the Cosmic Spider-Man... Um, and I, and I use Superior Spider-Man more than Cosmic Spider-Man. Um, I think just the threat of Cosmic prevented so many Alan Scotts from being there with their free barrier. I agree. I agree totally with that because I think um, three weeks in, um, even two weeks in uh, before Origins, before we saw the, the Cosmic Spider-Man, we were all prepared to see a lot of barriers. Yeah, I mean, we had the I had the She-Hulk I had the She-Hulk card already ready to go, uh, and then uh, the Superman card ready to go. Exactly, that was our thinking too, and we all flipped at the last minute, and then we didn't see as much Barry. We did see some, but not nearly as much. Right. Exactly. Um, let's see. Next question. Let's keep going here. Um. With uh, winning the championship, Matty G wants to know, with winning the championship, do you consider yourself one of the best players in the game? I know if I won, I would still put several people above myself. Well, I look at it like this. Um, I think that the best players can be can be put in a tier. And, uh, and what I mean by that is I, I think you could pick 10 of the best players on, on, on the, on the, on that, that play right now. And I honestly would say my son is one of them. And um, my son, um, I've watched him play, and I've watched how he thinks. And um, 
he's totally into the game. My son um, knows more about other figures. I'm able to play my team, and I know enough, and I know a lot about figures. But my son is able to play his team, and he knows more of the figures and what they're capable of than I do. Um, if, if you know what I mean. But I, but I, I'm always been able to play my team and adapt. Um, and, and I, and, and I, and let me, let me tell you what I mean by that. Um, nationals, I, I ran the same team in nationals and worlds and, um, and in, uh, well, that was the two. And, uh, and I play tested at home with, with Easton and, and, uh, and, and my, uh, stratagem bunch and Warren was here. Um, uh, and we, and we play tested the team. In fact, uh, Warren was the one that helped me finalize the team. I had the idea, but I had I was running through different things. Uh, for example, I was looking at um, Amerijoid instead of the Adam. I was looking at do I want to use Gene Gray and, and take off two pieces. I was looking at possibly using a uh, a uh, entity. Uh, I mean, it, it crossed my mind to use that. That's you know that's. I could pull out something and throw an empty on there. So we were, we were and, I, and I, I ended up going back after he and I discussed it and did some play testing to the original idea and stuck with it. And, um, but still, the Nationals was play testing for me. Um, I made mistakes. I saw what other teams did. I, I, I saw what was out there and I made adjustments. And when I came around to Worlds, I was ready. Uh, if that makes sense to everybody, um, sure. I had some really, I had some really, really close games in nationals. Um, the guy that won nationals beat me by seven points early on. A uh, very close game, and I actually felt like I had the upper hand in that game. Just ran out of time. Um, so that was, but nationals was good for me. Um, I needed that tournament. I, I'm, I'm thankful that I that I had the Nationals time to play because it prepared me. I, I was totally ready, and I, didn't make, I did not make the same mistakes that, I, that were made. And, and even I, I played – you guys know what Easton ran. Um, there, I can't remember what the guy's name is. He, he finished in the top eight. But he ran a team just like, um, just like Easton did with Gene Gray and, and, and calling IDs and – I think their teams may have been identical. They were close. And he beat me. Uh, both of us had already qualified for the top 32. So it was kind of a meaningless game, and we had a really close game. Um, but he beat me. Um, the second time, he didn't beat me. Uh, I did not I, – I, I, he and I was more prepared for him. Um, I, and also map choice has a lot to do with you. You start – the map choices that I, when I was able to make a map choice, when I did win the map role, I knew better from playing nationals and playing earlier what map worked better. Um, so that had a lot to play with it. So anyway, I don't know if I got off subject or not. But no, I no, you're hurt. fine. You're fine. This is a you know this is a free flowing episode. So I don't have uh, this is this is all about you, and we want to know about the team. Um, because if nothing else comes out in Else Worlds, this is this is a go-to combo, I think, right? You mean, yeah, the world's winning team is always the go-to combo, right? At least from the perspective that 
if uh, somebody else doesn't have anything else to play, they'll pick up your team and try to play it, right? I would think so. Uh, the team is beatable, um, but the team is solid. If played correctly, that the team, in my opinion, can be anything. Um, what what does it hate the worst? What did I hate facing the worst? I hated Faust. But it, but I, I think everybody does. Um, I, I think I beat every Faust team I played. Uh, I'm not sure, but I think that I did. Um, but it, it's tough. Uh, and, and, and Matt was tough playing because he was playing a great Faust team, but he was playing on a map where you couldn't even throw the pin tank at him. And part of the reason, part of people's play on um, hitting Faust was being able to throw the pin tank. And the way he, the map that he played on, you couldn't place the pin tank down. So that it was smart, but it's also aggravating. Um, I'm not a Faust player, never have been. In fact, when we were play testing, um, I played a first time I ever played Faust was during play testing here at the house when we were getting ready for Worlds, and I played Faust. And I'll be honest with you, I sucked with it. <laughs> I, 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 I did not like him. I hated it. <laughs> oh, 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 you're killing me, Howard. Faust is so much fun to play with. <laughs> I didn't. It's just not my style. <laughs> but after watching people play it, I get it now. I kind of, I think I could probably play better with it. I mean, it's just, it's basically you sit back until you have um, a shutdown power, then you move in. And when you move in, you you better do something. Yep. The, the hardest team, um, and this may be one of the questions, so I, I, I wait and because I like answering people's questions. Oh no problem, uh, no wait. problem. Let's get a, let's get another question then. Um, Lane Miller asks, um, "What was the most interesting build you saw of the day? Uh, who was your toughest opponent?" Uh, and you answered his third part already. Would you run the same team again, or would you make changes? And you talked to us about your ID changes. So, most interesting build and toughest opponent. I re- I played a lot of tough opponents. Um, uh, I the I had two tough opponents in the uh, top sixteen. Um, one of them, uh, I'm bad with names. Uh, he's played a lot. I, I played him in the top four, and he had a Goblin King and a uh, and a uh, a Faust combo, and Gene, and he had a uh, Mercury, just like I did. Oh, that and, was um, um, that was Alan. I, I can't, Alan Mason. Yeah, Alan. Yeah, Alan Mason. Straight, first time I've actually played him, but I've watched him play a lot, and very technical, technically sound, very good player. Uh, if I'd made a mistake, he would have taken complete advantage of it. And he, and there was times where I thought, well, I was protected, and he had an angle and was able to attack. But fortunately, I killed his Goblin King uh, pretty early on with Cosmic Spider um, by shooting through some stuff. But then he fired back at me. And uh, anyway, it, it was just a, just a really good game. And uh, he he was a very tough opponent. Um, the toughest team slash opponent that I played was, I think the game before that. And I don't know that guy's name either, uh, but he was a good player. And uh, I believe he was playing PJ's team um, where you had overdrive, Faust, uh, Captain America, uh, 
that could uh, after being carried could make an attack. Uh, and, that was uh, uh, that should have been John Berg- Burgess Burgess from yeah. uh, from Virginia. Yeah, very 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 good team. Uh, very 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 hard to play. Um, so those two games were probably my two hardest games um, that I had as far as that did, where there's just one one with a player that was just very skillful, one with a player that was skillful and had a very hard matchup on my team because he was playing Olympus, which you can't shoot through, and it was very hard to get in position. And he was hitting and running and hitting and running. Uh, I mean, he would Faust, come across, hit, and run away. And I had to slowly edge up to, to finally get a shot on the Goblin King and I took him out, and then it was my. It really, more or less, was my game. Um, that was a tough game. The most unique team that I thought that I played that I re- that I thought was really cool. Um, the guy, he was playing uh, uh, Renee Tilly, and he had the Captain America, and he had uh, he had uh, what else did he have? He had something that he could jump into. Oh yeah, he had the tank, and he had uh, uh, he had, had a, a general, uh, whatever his name is, General uh, General Lane. Yeah, General Lane. He had that. He had that on there, and uh, he had uh, something else. What was it? But all of his stuff worked really well together to give him free attacks and free movement and throwing the tank and it was just it was a, it was a nightmare I but I positioned where he couldn't do everything that he wanted to do and that's that's how I ended up winning that game um, that's the one game that I did use Nightwing in where I double flurry because it was a it was right up right in your face type battle but I thought that team was pretty cool sure and uh, I liked it he even ended up uh, jumping into the tank for the only time I played only time I've ever played where somebody actually jumped to the tank became a pilot yeah that could be useful. Um, uh, Rob Fop wants to know: Was the uh, custom Cyborgosaur power pad the element that made your your build superior to your competition, or was it the custom Cyborgosaur spinners that gave you the edge? Uh, I would take the power pad. I mean, I liked all of it. I mean, I was able to keep up. Um, let me tell you something: being able to use those tools in the game and um, having them readily. Available to where it's when Ironheart took damage or when Joker took damage or uh, having your powers right there where uh, where you can uh, where there's no doubt of what you got and it, 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 it speeds the game up and uh, now the power pads sometimes I got a little aggravating with because I was wanting to do something real quick and I'm trying to find my colors and, and get them on there and sometimes I just went ahead and called him and put the powers on afterwards but the, uh, the power pads real cool it's it's clearly it's clear for your opponent and for you what you have, and the spinners are just it just makes life easier. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Zach Coffee wants to know. Uh, seems like if you want to be successful, pimp tanks and pick a power are must plays. Uh, would you consider a rotating band list to ver- diversify meta play? And I have some thoughts on this one too, Howard. Uh, no, um, the pimp. Uh, 
Pim Tank is almost a must-play at this point. I, I agree with that. I don't think Pick of Powers is a must-play. I think it's a good play. I don't think it's a must-play. Um, I think the Pim Tank is a, pretty much a must-play right now because you're able to, because of the way the damage is dealt, because of, of what it gives you. But, uh, no, I don't, I don't think we need a ban. I think there's enough stuff out there that counters each other, and there's still more to come. We don't know what's going to happen with everything. Um uh, I, I don't think that I, I, everything's fine with me. I don't I don't have a problem with anything. Yeah. I think here, the way I would put that, and I thought about this today, was um, what's good is good, right? And, and good players are going to play what's good most of the time, um, unless yep. they're just wanting to try something crazy. Um, all the ban list is going to do is just shift the meta to what's good with that non-ban list. Uh, so, yeah. so let's say you you know you cut this, cut this out, cut that out. Uh, you know, then something maybe like a main force Nick Fury becomes relevant again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something's going to fill that vacuum back, no like, matter what you do. Something if you if we eliminated the top five pieces in the meta, there would be a new five pieces. And uh, what I would also say is that you know we do have one figure band, and we all know who that is. I'm talking about Rock, and that's that's Faust. And um, obviously, he did win the world championship this year. He almost did, but he didn't. And uh, but that doesn't mean he's still not viable. And Faust was everywhere. The Rock does not ban Faust because he's good, or uh, he, we ban him because of what he does. Because we feel like we don't want a game where somebody sits there and does nothing. Um, I mean, I played Faust. I remember having seven turns where I did nothing, uh, just sat there. But, yeah. But again, I have a, I have a team that uh, I can that can take the lick, and unless you kill Gobby, I'm still alive. So those seven turns, he wasn't able. He was able to pick off a few little things, but I'm still in the game. So whenever I get my turn, if I get my turn, I got a good chance of winning the game. Yeah. And, uh, that, that's 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 how that happened. Sure. Uh, so next next question comes in from Jeff Bozeman, uh, who gives out congratulations. Um, is there a piece of advice that you could relay in respect to your competitive preparation? Uh, specifically, is there something that you do to prepare for a competitive tournament uh, like you just won that isn't necessarily associated with hero clicks, but still but still helps you get uh, prepared for tournaments? Uh, I think yeah. I, I think my example is is uh, I always make sure I have some. Uh, uh, at least here recently, I've always made sure to have some uh, grandma's uh, peanut butter cookies. Oh, that's nothing wrong with that. I love, I love those cookies. Uh, for that's me, the wrong choice, Dan. <laughs> for, for me, I would tell you that I, I would say there's two things that have worked for me. Um, I do. T- I I do always take a five hour energy. Um, I think that that helps. I don't. I don't take the. I don't take those regularly. Uh, um, hold on, just a second. Somebody's trying to call me. Call in in here. You can edit this out. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Or we'll just leave it in because you know this is a real life uh, podcast. And, <laughs> and, you know, we just uh, we just take it as it goes, right? That's right. We uh, so uh, leave all, all right. that stuff in and the good stuff. Yeah. So, so go think, back. Yeah, think, go back to that. Go ahead. So I, I think the other thing I do that uh, that always helps me out too is uh, 
I have my wife, who's my lucky charm, as you would say. Oh, yeah. That's a big lucky charm. spit up a lot. I mean... To go back and answer that question, as I always take a five-hour energy uh, with, and I usually take it in the morning, and uh, uh, I took a five-hour energy every day. Uh, nationals, worlds, and I, I bought a pack of them, and I, and I just take them. It just, it just keeps me more alert. And um, I don't like, I don't like, I don't do Red Bulls. I don't do anything like that. I, I but I like the five hour energy. It, uh, I, I, it, I believe in the five hour energy. They don't, uh, they, they wear, when they wear off. You don't. There's not a, you don't go down. You don't like suddenly uh, feel bad or anything. Sure. Um, so that's uh, that's one thing that I do. And the other thing is the mental frame of mind. I've discovered that when I am intense, meaning that I've come to this tournament and I'm so focused that I'm, I want to win so bad that and, and, and maybe that's maybe that's been my downfall in worlds in the past. Uh, I've been playing it. I've uh, I've had a nice place finish. I had a DQ one year because I was late, um, which just I don't want to go into that story. But um, I, I've had my moments of possibly having chances. I've had te- the the I've had good teams in the past that I felt like could have won it. Um, just different things have happened here or there. But I but I. When I started playing Worlds, I just wanted to win so bad. I just wanted to be world champion. I wanted to do it so bad. I let go of that a little bit. And not meaning that I just still didn't want it, not meaning that I didn't still didn't win, but I focused like, you know, I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to have fun, play my best, and I'm not going to I'm not going to get upset, and I'm not going to be so focused that if I lose – and I'm totally devastated from the loss. So I found that when I am in that, that mental state of that, I'm a, I'm a better player. Yeah, I could tell you, I, I would uh, I would actually just go ditto on that. That's the exact attitude that I had this weekend, uh, this past weekend, and uh, I I, li- I had a ton of fun playing my team. And I, th- and I think that's the other part of it too is that. If you're just playing a team to try to win, kind of going back to that mentality, uh, if you're just trying to play this team because okay, this team's good, I got to play with this team because this team's good, uh, compared to playing a team that you uh, enjoy and have w- practiced well, uh, makes a big difference as well. Yep. Um, I know, like uh, on your team, it sounds like from us been talking here that uh, the the symbiote was big for you, right? You were. You were excited to have that symbiote, you know, uh, and that was your that was your deal, right? And obviously, it was a very good yep. deal. Uh, you know, for me, that was uh, I, I I played with uh, two atoms and an Ameridroid, um, and just uh, having that map presence with those figures uh, was a big deal for me and made me enjoy the team that much more. I agree. I mean, I, I imagine you were pretty excited to play that Ameridroid because you just you had to like I can't wait until I get to retaliate and take that figure and move it where I want it to go <laughs> oh yeah no Ameridroid Adams always died first um, 
Ameridroid won me several games. Um, I believe it. And hit occasionally. Especially if you hit it with him. And hit occasionally. Yeah, um, that's pretty awesome. Um, you it's, know, it's I, a good beat. I believe in uh, you know the luck of the game quite a bit, um, and I and I'll cover this more in my uh, breakdown of the weekend. Um, but uh, I have one of my two Ameridroids that uh, hits about seventy percent of the time with that nine with that nine attack. That's awesome. Um, and we're talking about needing eights or needing nines. For some reason, that one Ameridroid likes to hit it. <laughs> And that's that's a lot of damage, and then you get to move something too. I mean, that's that's strong. Yeah, no, it's really great. I love that piece, um, uh, for sure. <clears throat> that was another that was another one of my choices when I was building. I was really looking at do I want to run that or run because I only had room for one. Which one do I run or run? And it was I had to pick the Adam because I just felt like the Adam what he does. No, sure, Adam gives that a lot of a lot of damage, so. Well, he's a, he's one of the things that Adam does uh, besides just retaliate. Get you can carry. Yeah. Uh, side. I mean, uh, carry sidestep, moving the terrain to pieces. Um, there was a, we we were prepared for a, a particular map that if I got placed on it, on how to pick up because there was one map that gave me fits <coughs> on being able to get to the, the symbiote and pick it up. On turn one, and that's the map that the UN building. Yes, yes. There wasn't exactly. angles to be. I had to put. I had to put it. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. Well, there's a way to do it. There's a way to place your figures, and, and but you have with my figures the way they were to be able to do that. Um, I had to use empower off the atom to give to Ironheart to blow a wall down. Yep. And when you blew the wall down, then that gave me a TK lane that I could shoot uh, the Goblin King over to Symbiote and be able to pick it up on first turn. No, totally. I uh, I had Bizarro Green Arrow punch out walls with the two in powers from the two atoms. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, it's, you, that's things that people don't think about, but you have to be prepared for. Yeah. No, you have to be prepared to use every single slot power uh, number on every one of your figures at that level of competition. So, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Next question here. A little bit non-worlds related. Um, Sam Powell wants to know if you could bring one piece back out of retirement, what would it be and why? Banshee, because I love. Uh, say it again, Howard. I loved him. Banshee. Banshee. I loved him. I'd bring Banshee back because I just love Banshee. Yeah. Uh, Banshee would be great. Uh, Banshee. Banshee, would, uh, Banshee would fit with what we're doing today. I mean, wouldn't that be a great call, man? Did, uh, I don't think he'd... Yeah, I mean, if we had, like, a generic X-Men card, he didn't have anything else to be able to call in, did he? Not that I know of. I'm, no. I'm just thinking, hell of a call in. Yeah, yeah. If we had... Um, uh, if we had an X-Men ID card, that would be just be over the top. Uh, so, 
Uh, my answer to this question every time will be until the end of time. Uh, I want the orange battery back. So, and Sam already knows that. <laughs> Sam and any listener I... of the show already knows that. So, um, let's see. I think we're almost. We got just a few more questions left. Uh, All right. So, Steve DiCarlo wanted to know about the uh, small support figures, um, which we talked about earlier. Um, and yeah, I think we covered that when I was when I was uh, and then when I was talking about why and how I built my team and how they could be used. Another good thing that I didn't, I'll tell you something else that I would do differently on my team that I that I really most of the time that I picked Goblin King, I picked when I was being defensive, I picked Super Senses, Invincible, and of course I had Impervious and I had Shape Change and I had Plasticity. Those were my powers. If if I had to do it over again, I don't know that I would. That it, and most of the time, I had Joker beside me. I think I would probably pick Mastermind over Super Senses, and I'd have Invincible and Mastermind. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's a those as are those are completely relevant as well. Um. And so his question is, uh, do we think that uh, the tank, spider, Spidey ID, and Shield ID are a must-play 18 points? Yes. Yes, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, Spidey ID, you know, you're going to have a 75-point piece. Um, and I think you could do well without a 120-point piece. Uh, but that Shield ID for Peggy Carter... Or for Chase Hawkeye is uh, it's a must play. You cannot the Faust teams that were out there. If you did not have ID cards, could not be beat. Yeah, I agree. And just the threat of the tank, right, is uh, is too great to not have on your team. I think. Well, I mean, you look at Matty at Matt G's team, okay. Let's say there's no ID cards in the game, and are you are you chose not to play ID cards, and you did play the tank. What are you going to do? You cannot get to. He's he's sitting on on a on, he's just sitting back, locking you down, doing his thing. Got you keen there to run out anytime that he wants to, but he's just sitting there and he's just shooting you, doing things. And what are you going to do? You can't throw the tank at him. You don't have a call in. So the only other option is to run all the way up to him. Well, he's unelevated, so you better have you better have some range. Um, that's it's yeah. That if without ID cards, that team this year probably yeah probably would have been un- yep. unbeatable. I would say so. I may be wrong. No, I I, I think, think so. Yeah, Matt Matt's team was pretty much kind of the standard team that we expected to face this year. Um, and uh, you know it did really well by itself. Um, yeah. E- even with the new threats of Goblin King and Cosmic Spider-Man. Um. So, uh, let's see. Next question is uh, we got a few questions here. Uh, Jeremy Costello. Uh, do you know what pieces you wanted to design? Uh, going in, and uh, what kind of hints uh, are you allowed to give us at this point? Well, I've only 
I have not been contacted directly by WizKids yet, meaning that well, they contacted me there and got information. And at some point, um, the design team is supposed to contact me. And I, I know that there's an agreement that I'm supposed to sign. Now, I don't know what, and I don't want, I do not know what my restrictions are. I know that there's going to be restrictions. Uh, I also know that um, I don't know what I'm allowed to divulge and not divulge uh, at this point. But I know that I, I, I'm relatively sure I can probably say the character, but I don't know. Um, but I know that I can't. I, I know that I, I know that that would be restricted on what the character does. Uh, so that's all I can say there. That I, as far as as what I think, and I could be wrong. So I don't want to say something and blow what I want to do. So sure. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back and. But I can tell you my thought process as far as characters. Um, I stated I was interviewed by WizKids on the podcast afterwards, and I stated very clearly that my favorite characters in the Marvel and DC universe were Thor, who is my all-time favorite character, followed by Superman very closely in DC. So those are my two favorite characters. So naturally, you always want to make your favorite characters. But I would never do that. Um, if the Thor set wasn't coming out, I might reconsider a Thor. Um, but I would go to my Thor, my Thor that was in my comic books when I was a kid back in the 70s. And that Thor, it, that's the, that, and that Thor was the, was the Donald Blake Thor um, that hit the stick and turned into Thor and, and was asked, had all the uh, Guardian uh, stories and all that in there. That, that's the Thor that I know. Um, so I would go to that if I was going to make a Thor. Superman, I'd have to think. I have no idea if I was going to make a Superman. I'm not going to make a Thor because there's a Thor set coming out. I'm not going to make a Superman because there's a ton of them. And so I don't want to, even though they're my favorite characters, it's not something that I would make. Um, that led me into thinking. I went to bed that I did not think. Of, I honestly... Yeah, I've given some thought in the past, but most of most of my thoughts, for whatever reason, uh, they they came along and they clicked it. I remember thinking about a spiral one time, and then they made spiral. So I don't want to go and do that. Um, I remember thinking about, damn it, there's not a good daredevil in in, uh, in the universe, and now they may, and then they and then they came out with uh, Daredevil on uh, Netflix, and there's daredevils everywhere now, and. Uh, there's good daredevils, uh, so, so I wouldn't make a daredevil. Uh, those were things that I thought about at one time. So going into the tournament, no, I had no real thought about if I win this thing, what am I going to make? So I went to bed um, the, not that night and was thinking about it, and my, my initial thought was to make a Captain America um, that did what Hawkeye does, but on a close combat level, uh, uh, Hawkeye is able to run and shoot, run and shoot, run and shoot. I would like to have a Captain America that did that. He charged. Maybe he's got three damage, uh, precision strike on his dial. And then uh, something along those lines. And if he hits... Yeah. He gets to he, he ignores characters and he charges and he, he hits a blah, blah. Captain America 
that I envision in my comic books too. I mean, I, I hitting this guy, then rolling over, hitting the other guy, running, and just just keeps coming. I'd step to the to the right, charge the other guy, hit him, and you know, all at one time. And uh, that was my, and I still like the idea. But then an amazing thing happened, and we won Team Worlds the next day, which which made us give us the ability to make two figures. Uh, one, of course, is a team figure, and the other would be my figure. So we want to do something unprecedented. If WizKids would let us, we already have a figure p- picked out that we want to make. Uh, we've got the basics of what we wanted to do, but we do not want to divulge that yet because I want to see what WizKids' restrictions are before I say further. Already ran it by Scott. He loved the idea. Uh, ran it by Kyle, who loved the idea, but I've got to talk to the actual design team. Um, but we want two figures that work together. Uh, that's as much as I would say, I want to say, is we want to have to make two figures that work together, and, and that's never been done. Uh, cool. Uh, well, that's, I'm look- that's what we're looking at. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what y'all can get put together. Uh, I hope they allow y'all to do it, for sure. I, I, I don't know why they wouldn't. Um, uh, the, the character that we want to... Choose has been clicks, but he hasn't been over clicked. Gotcha. Um, in so- fact, in fact, I would even go further in saying partly never clicked. <laughs> uh oh. Well, that's so many lists. That's that's not even narrowing it down at all. <laughs> so, but I don't want to say more than that because I want to know what we can and can't do. And we, we hope they embrace our idea. We actually think they will. We think we got a pretty cool idea. That's cool. Uh, Zach Spragan wants to know how much of Queens, we are the champions. Have you listened to since worlds? Not any, but that's an awesome song. And, uh, uh, I would rather listen. I would have rather listened to that with my team than just individually. Uh, if we'd been traveling back together, I could see popping that on the radio sitting back singing all three of us <laughs> yeah so uh i think this is our last question from uh kj foster uh with the world championship in hand do you think you can bridge the gap between rock and whiz kids in terms of prize support uh for rocktober and other uh, rock events so basically do you see uh the world championship helping the rock and whiz kids get together any well i'll I want to say this about that is that um, it's 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 a very it's a very tough subject. I don't think that, and I could be wrong, but I don't believe that WizKids deliberately sabotages us. But we are, whether we want to be or not, indirectly competitive with them because of the WizKids opens. Um, but we're I I I I think the the Rock Cup itself and WizKids Worlds can live, and, and when I say that, I also tell you that this is the best tournament I've ever seen WizKids running. I'm not saying that because I won it. I'm saying it because it was. It was an awesome tournament, very well organized, very well thought, very, uh, I hope that we can, we have a standard to live up to. Um, 
I felt like the Rock Cup in the last few years has had set the standard for Wiz Kids to follow. I think this year we need to make sure that we run as good a tournament as what they did. I think Dan will agree with that. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. Uh, 100%. So, yeah, it was it was a very well ran tournament. I didn't feel like I was rushed uh, to get my team set up. Uh, the slips of paper were done really well. Uh, in between rounds was a was the appropriate time. Just just everything in general. I mean, I, they made the right decisions and and and, and stuff it when it needed to be made. I, I was just happy. The only I only my only complaint, which they quickly re- rectified, and I didn't even have to voice it, uh, was that they at on nationals when they were running six rounds of Swiss, they ran fast rounds the last two or three rounds, and especially the sixth round was run in thirty minutes. Uh, it affected my game. I, I think I would have made the national cut otherwise. Um, so that I, I was playing a game where I had I was winning, but I was losing. In other words, I had the other the other team was completely damaged. I was one complete turn away from taking three figures out all in one action, and uh, they called time. So that when you when you go from a fifty minute game to a thirty minute game, it's not the same game. Right. Uh, period. Uh, so anyway, that, that, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, I'm just stating a fact. That's what happened. But the next day they made adjustments, and I don't think that'll ever happen again. Um, thank God they have Kenny Pena there. I think Kenny has been a, a is a huge asset to, uh, and I think they listened to him about uh, tournament play. Um, so anyway, back to the question: Is that I would uh, there? There's lots of things that I would I, the way we do rock is not my optimum choice. Um, but my optimum choice would be to collaborate with WizKids. I don't know that that will ever, ever, ever happen. I wish that it would. We would we would change the way we do things, uh, and we would uh, even be willing to have let them have input in some minute control over what we do if we ever did that. Um, I mean, being able to approve things, I wouldn't have a problem with that whatsoever. <clears throat> Um, I, I had, I being, I've always been able to talk to whiz kids, uh, especially Scott. And this year was the first year I sat down and talked with Kyle. Um, didn't really know what Kyle's role was in the company. I do now. And I like, I like the hell out of him. Uh, the guy's very intent on the game and the tournament play and making sure that we, we that we do things, and most of the, the scheduling that was done this year was done by Kyle. He wanted to make sure that we had a good event and that he that it improved from last year. Um, he also was the guy that did the uh, and I know uh, you guys weren't there, but during our sealed event, they slipped in golden tickets, and people that pulled golden tickets from their boosters got more swag. And no, I, I did. Good. I uh, I won. We won a Spider Gwen. We had a uh, we had a golden ticket actually. Yeah, and I thought that was awesome. I love those kind of surprises, but that was something that Kyle did. But anyway, back to again, back to the question: is I was able to sit down with them and point out and, and say the things that I just said. You know, number one, it's I, I hating whiz kids is anybody that hates whiz kids that's wrong. I mean, we may dislike some of their decisions, but whiz kids produces the game that we play. So for, for me to say that I love rock and I hate whiz kids 
or hey, that, that's bad. That's not good. That's I love WizKids. I love WizKids Opens. I love their product. I love the game. I love what we do. I don't like. I don't. I, sometimes I don't like some of the stuff they do, but they're still doing it, and that, and it's their game. It's that they've given to us to play. So trying to trying to say I'm better than you is is kind of asinine on my part. I mean, I, we try to do the best that we can. But we love HeroClix. We love WizKids. We want to support them. We want to do anything that we can do to help them, um, and we would if they would let us. Um, and what we do supports them anyways by running rock tournaments. Um, at, uh, before rock was around, um, there wasn't a there wasn't as many. Ter- the reason we started rock is to have more tournament play. We've been successful there. I dare say the podcast, the the uh, the advertisement that we produced off of Rock is supported their game. Um, so we're we're all in on WizKids. So there's not a bridge from us to them, but it's there is a bridge from them to us. But it's not that it's not like we hate you guys. It's more like. We have to do things a certain way, guys, and this is the and this is what we have to do. They can't give us their convention exclusives. Think about it. If they gave us their convention exclusives to run at our tournaments, then they would be, in a way, in a way, they would make their own tournaments as less attractive. Because what's attractive about their tournaments? is the pricing that you can get there and not anywhere else. So you have to think about that for a minute. Um, that's the, that's, so I get that. And um, so I don't know that we'll ever cross that bridge, but I did make a recommendation and it was taken, it was taken for consideration. And that was, okay, you can't give us your stuff. What about a rock exclusive? And I that kind of threw them, kind of threw them for a loop because nobody's ever proposed them with that. So what if they made a rock exclusive, where weren't necessarily competing with them? Well, that raises problems too because of availability and blah blah blah. But it, but it's to me, it's a good answer. Um, don't know if that ever happened, but. I, all I can tell you is that I have a good relationship with WizKids, and so far as I know, um, want to continue to have um, a, a good relationship with them. Uh, Scott was a, was a fan for me this weekend. Uh, we were one, people that don't know this need to know this. We were one game away from father-son playing each other for the world championship, and uh, he was rooting for that. Uh, he was the whole day. He was rooting for that. He and he was ecstatic when I won, and he was very glad. I mean, very. You could tell. I mean, he was very happy that I won. Uh, and I mean, it, it's. And I, I felt, I felt that from a lot of people. And I mean, Dan, you were there, and, and I, I was very humbled the following morning when they announced me as the winner. And uh, I got the standing ovation, and, and I thought in that uh, more than normal length of applause. Oh and, yeah, uh, you had uh, you had close to you had close to two hundred people uh, 
cheering you on there. I, I, I was very humbled by that, and uh, I, I felt a lot of love, I guess is the, what I have to say, and it, it, it felt good. WizKids knows that. They, they know that, that I'm popular. That's a good thing for rock, um, and I, I don't want to mess that relationship up with WizKids, and, uh, and I try, and when, what, when Justin or whoever tells me to do something that, that they don't like it, I'm going to try my best to make them happy. Um, and I'm all, and I've, I've volunteered services for him and will continue to volunteer services for him because they're, you know, we're mama, they're daddy, I guess is the way to put it. And, uh, or maybe we're daddy and their mama. I don't know, but it's, we have to live together and, and I don't want to have a bad relationship. WizKids is going to, Justin said this many times, WizKids is going to do what they're going to do and we have to work around them. Um, and that's pretty much what we do. Um, and at the same token, I, you know, for you got, everybody needs to understand this is that, uh, when we started, uh, Rocktober, I wrote Justin and asked him to please not run anything that month and not interfere with, uh, with our one big event that, you know, outside of that, we would work around anything and everything that they did, but that please give us that month. And you know what? He's done that. Uh, look at the schedules. He's, uh, We've, we've had a month to ourselves, and that, that was very important to us. So, um, you know, if you want to talk about WizKids supporting us, that's that's pretty strong support, in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, that, that's that's pretty much it, you know. And, and, you know, also I want to remind people that Ruck, that, that Justin was an integral part of starting Rock. He supported us, got us going with prizing, made recommendations to us, um, and uh, – I'm only grateful to WizKids for what they do. I think that, and I also tell people they're getting better. They listen to us. They listened to us last year. They uh, fix things this year. They do listen, guys. WizKids for a long time had a reputation of for not listening. I don't. I don't sense that anymore. I sense that they do listen to us. You want another example? When they put, when they decided to put. Um, they were going to put everything on the front of the card and we, and we voiced, we stood up and said, Hey, you know, please don't do that. Well, they immediately changed it. They're, they're listening. They're, they're, they're a company that had the reputation of not listening. And they're, they're a company now that has a reputation of listening. And that's what I believe. Now, are they perfect? They no. Do they make mistakes? Yeah. Do I wish they did some different things? They did some things better. Of course I do. But it's pretty damn good. It must be. We're playing, aren't we? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, uh, Howard, I think uh, that covers all the questions. So I think the last thing for today would be uh, we're about uh, six weeks out from Rock States. Yes. That's a, that's a big event for the year. Uh, generally, I think you get quite a few of your qualifications for the finals. So yes, uh, be sure to check out uh, HC Realms. There's a thread on there with all of the stores and the dates for each state. Um, There's something I'm adding tonight. Uh, just so you know, I'm, I've got, I've got. Uh, what happens is that Eric submits the. Uh, we choose. I, I, we choose the states and everything, and we send out invitations, and and then they send a thread to TCG Player. TCG Player posts a thread on realms and i have to approve it so i know there's a couple sitting there waiting for me i don't know what states they are but uh, about to add those on and i predict i predict 
that this is the biggest states of states event that we've ever run. And everybody look to Georgia because it's going to be interesting. Yeah, so um, <laughs> that's a big one. Uh, the last question for that we'll talk about then is uh, if uh, Derek Stringer doesn't win uh, Rock Cup, uh, who who was going to? Because, well, I'm gonna because uh, right now I'm a big, I'm a big fun of, fan of my son, and he's he's been on the cusp of winning the winning these things consistently. I, I mean, you know, the earlier question about who are the best players. I look at consistency. I look at consistency in placement. Um, and my son, and there's other, and Matt G, um, George when he plays, Scott, Patrick, all those guys, anytime they play, they're usually in the tops. They're, they usually make, and, and Dan, I honestly, God, I'd have to throw you out there right now, and PJ also. Um, I, don't, I, I very rarely go to a tournament, Dan, where you where you're playing your team that you're not in the top 16 or are, are making the final cut. And PJ's right there also. Um, though, so when I'm when I when I think of the best players, those are the guys that I think of because they're consistently there. And if you're consistently there, then you have you consistently have a shot of winning it all. So when I when I say that my son has a shot, it's because he consistently is in that top tier and all, and either wins or almost wins almost every time he plays. Um, so I feel like he has a legitimate shot of winning the Rock Cup. Um, as far as Derek goes, I haven't seen him play, um, but I love the hell out of the guy. I think I think that he's good for clicks. I think that that whole area needed him. Um, Atlanta is supposed to be the home of rock. And Atlanta has been, as far as I'm concerned, a dead play, dead place to an extent. They don't have big rock units there. They have some, but they don't have the numbers that they ought to have. The players that are in Atlanta uh, have not been on the, on the national scene, so to speak, uh, for several years. So we're not talking, we don't, we're not talking about Atlanta players, very often in, in top finishes, and I'm not dissing them because I know that they're, they're my friends. A lot of them are my friends, but I'm just saying I would like to see Atlanta step up, rise up, Atlanta, I guess is the way, and if Derek can make these guys rise up and we get more players there and they start getting more meta, um, that's super. I think that that's great. I think that's great for all of us. Nice. I agree with that. Um, you guys agree with that? Oh, for sure. Definitely. Uh, and he's definitely the most entertainment that's going around in Heroclix right now. And if nobody knows what we're talking about, they need to go find out who he is and watch his videos because they're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I posted one of his videos on our Facebook page today. Uh, you, better watch out so watch, you, you better watch out watching the videos, though, because you might get your face blown off. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a game. No, it's not a game, but it is a game. <laughs> it's entertaining, is what it is. <laughs> I, I love it, man. I think it's great. I mean, come on, you guys, I know you guys are pro wrestling fans, and that that's that's exactly. I mean, that's exactly what we got here. We got somebody that's that's out there. That's that's Matt talking, and uh, but he's not really he's not talking bad about anybody. All he's saying is that. 
he's gonna that he's gonna do it. More power to him. I yeah. hope I hope that he's a great player. I hope that he I hope that he's that he's that he is a meta player, and I hope that he is a top tier player. All that's gonna do is make our game better. For sure. Yeah, it's, it's it's nice to see a new person come in and have a lot of enthusiasm about it. Absolutely, and I and I also agree with him that you you don't have to be playing this game for ten years to uh, be good at it. Um, there's a lot of players I know that have only been playing two or three years. Some of them that's on my own team. Uh, if you embrace the game, study the game, and get around players that do know how to play, you can learn. You can quickly become tops in this game and you guys know it i dan you're an example of that how long have you been playing this game uh you're talking about uh three years and one month now that's not 10 years is it no not at all and i I would say that probably took you about two years to reach that top um to reach that competitive edge what do you say about a year ago you started kicking in Uh, yeah so it's uh it's been two years since i started competitive play um and then uh, uh, about a year and a half ago is when I got fifth at the Big Bang Regional. So that was my uh, first real big showing. Right. So it, it's, not, it's not necessary to have played forever. And that's all that guy's saying. I don't know if you guys looked at his Facebook or anything, but the guy ain't a dum-dum. He's, uh, he went to DeVry. He's got a good job. So the guy looks like he's pretty damn smart to me. So I, I think that uh, – I think that he. I'm hoping that he is legit. I'm hoping that he that he really that he's a good player. I, I think it's great for the game. I I go. I would go anywhere with that guy uh, and and just absolutely love it because I imagine that he talks that way and acts that way in person and and I I love it. <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only other character we got out there that's even close is David Gosselman. oh dave's gonna love that when he gets to listen to the episode (laughs) dave Dave was feeling a little under the weather tonight so yeah i miss dave maybe we get dave to go to worlds now that that, uh, they get they're running a good clean tournament i'd like for him to come back me too yeah that'd be nice i hope to make it back next year myself i hope you're there so well, anything else you want to talk about tonight, Howard? I think that covered everything I had on our agenda. Yeah, I would. I'd like to thank, I would like to thank, especially my wife. I have a great wife that supports and lets me do what I want to and um, thinks that my little Heroclix play is cool and uh, is, gets into the, the things that I want to and travels with me and supports me. And um, having a wife that didn't understand that and didn't didn't think that was cool would be very difficult, make this game a lot more difficult than it is, and I have completely the opposite. Um, and she was there with me when I won the world championship, and I want to thank for having an awesome son that and that uh, and having a situation where I have a son that enjoys the same thing that I do. Uh, and I want to uh, thank uh, Warren Jen for uh, – being a great friend and coming and spending time with me and being able to, uh, and, and play testing and running ideas through, um, and, um, that we make a great team. And I also want to thank, um, his fiance, Leslie, who, uh, is very similar to my wife and, and support and, 
that, that Warren gets and we're all able to play our little toy game and have fun and be competitive. And, um, Dan, you got one of those and you completely understand where I'm coming from. You got sure. a great wife that supports you and, and you have a, 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 even a more unique relationship where you actually have a wife that goes and plays where you play when you can. And, uh, you're the envy of the world because of it. So I think that, um, I want to thank those people, and I think you know where I'm coming from. Yeah, oh, I do for sure. Yeah, I can't uh, thank Sam enough for what she does for me. Uh, yeah, you got a you got a great team and a, a great family, and uh, you know we're uh, we're happy to be uh, we're happy to be a part of that extended family as well. Absolutely, and that's that's a that's a good way to phrase it. I think that I've got a, a pretty big extended family, and uh, and. Uh, that's that that makes hero clicks that's what really makes hero clicks great for sure and uh what is it later this week should we be checking out stores.ewa.com forward slash lucky dice games oh yeah we'll start an auction on sunday guys and i've got so much stuff that's going to be listed it's crazy i mean it's it looks like a warehouse upstairs right now i bet well uh uh that's going to be good stuff, and uh, you know, Howard, I thank you for uh, thanks for being on the show with us first. And uh, today's Tuesday, and uh, almost Wednesday, but I'll have the show out Wednesday evening, and uh, uh, everybody will get to listen to this uh, right out the gate while everybody else is while you're recording with everybody else. So thanks for being with us on uh, on the, on your first. No problem, Dan. You knew that that would happen. You knew that. Uh, I mean, I talked to my wife about that when on the way here, and I said, you know, the guys, the guys. Uh, you know, we obviously Lucky Die sponsors the show, and and uh, and uh, you guys talk rock all the time. And Jason and I have been friends for a while. I mean, I think uh, it's kind of funny how that worked out. He wanted to run a super qualifier, and we've been yeah. friends ever since. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's been good stuff. Yep. All right, Jason, you got any final thoughts today? Um, I'm very tired, so I apologize for not talking a lot. <laughs> I have a I have a five day old baby here, so so how many congratulations on that? I saw the picture. Thank you. How how many critical hits has he rolled so far? Um, at least at least uh, half a dozen. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, he's kicking my tail right now. <laughs> What, what I can say about babies is they uh, they have the foulest power of brown and yellow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's he's working on that. I'm mastering that one right now. <laughs> so, um, I don't have any particular final thoughts today. Um, so we'll just uh, take us take us on out. And uh, thanks everybody for listening to Clickstuff today. And uh, we'll talk to y'all next time. Later. Not everybody.